0: Of your host Samantha Mullet, sitting next to me on the couch, is your other host, my beautiful husband Chris Mullet.
1: The last time we recorded this is true in this condition, I believe it was while we were recording that things went haywire, correct?
0: No, 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 no. we started recording when the power was out and then it came back on. No,
1: no, 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 no. I'm not talking about like two weeks ago. Oh, oh I'm oh. talking about the hurricane that we are currently correct. sitting in, correct.
0: That, that is we when we we found the leak in our kitchen.
1: Awesome, cool. So this just, is a good precedent. Just remembered that as we started recording. Cool, cool. It's September twenty eighth, two thousand and twenty two. If you're new here, uh, we are married. We have a massive movie collection, and, and it's we a hurricane. A random, nope. We watch a random oh. movie from our massive movie collection, and we talk about our lives and currently going on in our lives. Is Hurricane Ian because we live in Orlando, Florida, where Hurricane Ian is. As of quarter to ten on this evening. Uh, basically right over us. You probably can hear the winds like from the other side of the window where we're sitting on from the couch. Uh, this far, so good. it has been a lot of rain, a lot of, and lot of wind, especially shit. the last like, why hour. You gotta,
0: why you gotta talk about shit? Why you gotta put things out there? Haven't you learned anything from your life?
1: It's like the roof's gonna kick. <laughs> 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 So, no, um, yeah, we are in the middle of it, um, we're all hunkered down, I mean, there's there's those that are going through a lot worse right now on the uh, the southwest coast of Florida, we've seen videos and photos of Naples, but like, underwater, um, so we're fortunate to be inland, and so far, fortunate that where we live, we've had no significant issues, uh, so we're gonna try to keep that up, um... As yeah, the little, one, the little one's trying to go to sleep upstairs, and I will probably get zero sleep tonight because the worst of it is going to be overnight for us, basically. Yep, um,
0: so our anxiety is going to kick in.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I'm, I'm very, 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 you very anxious. You very, one of my very, Xanax. Very, 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 very anxious. No, do other things. Um. So, yeah, we're actually watching, having the news muted on the background I'm watching this. Guy just, this guy's just out his,
0: in the hurricane. This poor, poor guy. Poor young,
1: like. I thought the van was sliding towards him. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's been a, a, a hectic week, as evidenced by today's episode. Pivoting a little bit, this was supposed to kick off our Halloween month uh, next spooky week.
0: season, all season. But
1: you know, our our, our daughter Jillian, her school is closed uh, today, tomorrow, and Friday. So if you move, it's
0: only Wednesday. I feel like
1: I know this week Trust is me.
0: dragging. Well, especially
1: for me, which I'll get to in a second. Oh yeah, my week started in a different fucking city. Uh, so we let her stay up a little bit because she has no school and we wanted to, you know, do fun things and, with her. And we
0: wanted to kind of try to distract her as much as we could from the hurricane. Yeah,
1: so we went ahead and watched Casper tonight, so we're going to get a little jump on Halloween, which is fine. It's, it's, this is airing September 30th, so it's like the last day of September, you know, Hocus Pocus 2 comes out when yeah, you're hearing this. we're celebrating and it right. kicking it off hot, so we watched the movie with her, so we'll get to get him into the Greek, uh, next week. But, um... Yeah, to submit this point, it's been a crazy week. I started my week uh, in my old hometown of Stewart, Florida, for a work trip. Ended up getting cut short, basically combination of the storm.
0: And then you almost got stranded there.
1: And my car wouldn't start in the parking lot of the hotel the second day.
0: So that um, was fun for. Which for was basically just a
1: battery issue. We got fixed very easily, but yeah. uh, that
0: helped my anxiety. Yeah, to I, tell I, you I, th- what. I think that's
1: part of it. Yeah, just like we had just... so much happen.
0: We just haven't been able to, to really catch our breath.
1: One hundred percent. So yeah. hopefully in the next couple of days, I'm off all next week. So I'm supposed to be working on the house, finishing some things up. We're supposed to have a patio, um, a closed-in patio built. We're supposed to have the finishing touches of our library built. We're supposed to. Um, I'm supposed to work on my toy room. We're supposed to build a bunch of different things. We got There's a lot, lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. So this like kind of pausing everything. Uh, while work is still incredibly stressful because we are in places that need to stay operational and, you know, function and work. Hasn't been great. Um, In the midst of all this, I managed... Well, today, Jillian watched uh, DC League of Super Pets again, and she watched The Bad Guys again, and I caught basically all of it. um, While my headphones were on doing other things. Uh, And then I took them off when she started watching Bluey because I will watch Bluey, no problem. Um... I, when I was in Stewart, I got in early on Sunday and was like, I'm not going to just hang around the room and do nothing, so I went to mm-hmm. the movies, and I saw something that I know that you didn't want to go see in theaters. I went Absolutely and saw not. Barbarian, uh, which has kind of been a little bit of a uh, cult hit, if you will, over the past couple weeks, a horror film with some comedic elements because it's made by one of the, the whitest kids you know, the comedy troupe. Um, it's got a lot of buzz. I pretty much knew everything was going to happen because I listened to a podcast about the movie, um, and it's still a disappoint. It was, it was a pretty wild experience. Fully packed. This was the Regal in Stewart, Florida.
0: That's so at weird.
1: At 6.50 on a Sunday. The mall was closed, just the theater opened, and it was in like probably like a 70, 80 seat theater, and it was like... Wild about People. It was wild.
0: That's crazy. Um so yeah,
1: I liked it. I, I um it's it was a good horror movie. Uh I I definitely like some of the things it did to subvert the genre. Um I'd recommend it. I didn't think it was great or this groundbreaking movie that a lot of people were saying that it was, but I still was able to appreciate quite a bit of it. So check it out, if it's your thing. Anything on in your neck of the woods? No,
0: no, I didn't I didn't watch any the, oh no! I did. What movie did I watch with Jillian? We watched again.
1: Probably one of the ones I just said.
0: I don't remember. No, I think it was something different. I oh, know, blocked it out. I didn't read the movie.
1: Hmm. I didn't grab the the box. Oh yeah,
0: grab the box. Whose there. turn
1: is it to read? It's your turn. I think it's time. Let's let's get into the movie. It's a rare case where we just literally finished watching the movie.
0: Yes. Fresh in our minds. Absolutely. I don't know if that's going to help uh, help no. the review or, or hurt the review. Or be... Oh, I don't know about
1: the review. I just mean in terms of like <laughs> oh, being no, no. speak on it. Oh,
0: yeah. No, it has definitely helped that. Hmm.
1: Who the last week's episode was? Eighth grade. So I think it's... It's your
0: turn. Oh, it I mean just okay. said that. I, didn't,
1: I wasn't listening. Casper. Oh. oh, my God. There's so much writing on this.
0: And it's tiny. This is like something I should have been reading.
1: I'm about to yawn, so I don't want to... There go. Okay. From director Brad Silberling and Steven Spielberg's Amblin Entertainment comes a live-action fun house ride filled with laughter, excitement, and ghostly surprises. Ghost therapist Dr. James Harvey, Bill Pullman, and his daughter Kat, Christina Ricci, arrive at drafty old Whipstaff Manor. What? We'll Whipstaff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't make that thing like I messed I can't up. really see. It's greedy owner, Kerrigan Crittenden, Kathy Moriarty, Jesus Christ. Has a eru- Oh, that's one. Yes. Has hired Dr. Harvey to exercise the house's apparitions. A friendly but lonely young ghost named Casper, who's just looking for a friend in his outrageous uncle's Stretch, Stinky, and Fatso, the ghostly trio. If the plan works, she and Dibs, Eric Idle, her partner in Slime, can get their hands on the manor's fabled treasure. Meanwhile, it's the whole plot of the movie.
0: <laughs>
1: Casper has found a kindred spirit in Cat, but the ghostly trio will not tolerate quote-unquote fleshies in their house. A statement on society there? With hilarious antics and dazzling special effects from many of the creators of Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Jurassic Park, Casper is a mile-a-minute adventure comedy for the whole family.
0: Wow.
1: Really hoping I got away with none, but I saw the V, and I was trying to do hired, and I started saying arrived, and my brain's stupid. So I'm two back, and I'm at 23.
0: Yep. Fuck. Two away.
1: <sighs> good, so
0: good uh, this me. was from
1: our can't uh, our our can't pick series. So our can't pick list is, was has is grown to a size um, that's a little uh, ridiculous. We're trying to chip those movies out and. We limited it to a Halloween movie, and, of course, we picked, like, the one kid's movie uh, of those that kind of qualify for Hall- Halloween. Um, what's your history with Casper? You got?
0: I mean, he's a friendly ghost.
1: I, I don't want to recap of what he is. I, I want to know, like, did you know of Casper, like, do anything with Casper before this movie, or did this kind of...
0: This movie came out in 1995, didn't it? I was, like, nine. I didn't really... Know much of anything before I was nine. Well, I, I, I mean, mean
1: I, like uh, so. Kind of example, like the that? Flintstones. Like the Flintstones was a movie that came out when we were seven or eight years old. But I've obviously seen the Flintstones animated show and and knew them in like you know from the vitamins and a bunch of other things. Sure. Like Casper, you know, I guess wasn't as big as that. But Casper was still a whole thing. It had comic books and it was a character. And yeah, I feel like. When we were kids, there weren't that many uh, like Halloween things like there are now. Or I should say, no, I there's think not that much Halloween stuff for kids.
0: Okay, I think that's fair. But I think that there is a lot of Halloween stuff for kids. It's just it's because we've grown, it's come back into popularity so much. Like I don't think that there was a lot of eyes on... on casper when i was growing up until i became like an adult and then all of a sudden casper blew up nightmare before christmas blew up
1: I like, say, I, so uh, the reason i asked was because i i don't think casper still has blown up like no
0: i think it has i think people people like casper and casper
1: like casper know casper like people know what casper yeah, people is know casper. it's just one of those things but like if you were to ask somebody like oh what's the story they'd be like he's a friendly ghost and like yeah <laughs> You know, they don't know much else, and I don't think there was... Hey, I mean,
0: what really, else is there to know? Well,
1: I don't think there was a lot prior to this really odd movie. If going to be so frank, strange. This is a... So this came out in the summer of 1995. I believe it started the summer 95 movie season, or it was... It was either in May or June. It had a big, big, big... I remember as a kid, a big promotional...
0: Well, because it's got one of the it. biggest stars of the 90s in it. In Christina Ricci, she, she was she, she was the, the girl, the it girl. She the, the was kid,
1: teen actor came of off the of early came off 90s. of the
0: Adams Family. Both of them, yeah, both of the Adams Family movies. Uh, she was going into what now and then came out the same year as this. I think so. Yes, um, this
1: is pre Independence Day. Bill Pullman, but what I mean is, oh, you
0: you couldn't tell that. What do you mean? Wait, he got the part in Independence Day because of this movie? No,
1: no, I'm sure he was. Oh. I'm sure he went from this directly into this. They like, didn't see that movie, and we're like, yeah, hire him. Um, Good that.
0: Yeah, if they had seen this movie, they probably wouldn't have said hire him.
1: Ooh, okay, maybe you have a hot take there because I, I, I didn't mind him. He's not my MVP, but oh. uh, he's not my LVP either.
0: Uh,
1: okay. It's just a really odd. So like.
0: It's an odd story.
1: Mid-90s kids movies could get away with a yeah, lot of what this movie does. But they're really
0: odd stories, like the, the plot. There's, there's not just,
1: really much of a plot or a story. Like, no,
0: no, there is a just, story, it, but it's it just, it just bizarre. It just around,
1: it's bizarre. Oh, man, It's totally, Coolio died. Yeah, I know, I found out right before uh, we started recording. Rich why, told me, Rich's me? mom told him. I, I, I Rich, didn't wanna, why
0: did Rich's mom tell him?
1: <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you getting Jillian ready for me to be like, Hey, Coolio died, because then Jillian asked me who Coolio is, and then it's just weird. Um, rest in peace, Coolio. Uh, this movie coming out in 1995, I'm shocked that Coolio didn't do a song for the soundtrack, because that's what... <laughs> like, when we get to Adam's Family in a couple weeks, like, tag team did Adam's Family, whoomp. Like, this is 95. There should be, like a, like, a Casper the Friendly Ghost song from Coolio. But, like, these mid-90s kids' movies would honestly just kind of get away with whatever, and... Half of it's not even for kids, and even the stuff that's for adults, it's just like, why is this in this movie? So, if you've never seen this movie before, I'm gonna tell you everything that's in this movie. This is honestly like a little Gremlins two to me, because it kind of is, yeah. this movie has a Dan Aykroyd cameo as Ray Dance in Ghostbusters. This movie has a SNL character and Father Guido Sarducci as, in a cameo in this movie. This movie has Clint Eastwood, Mel Gibson, and Rodney Dangerfield, and the Crypt Keeper as back to back to back to back visual gags. Mm-hmm. This movie has a Ben Stein cameo. This movie has an extended, like five minute hard copy news segment that really roots you in <laughs> TV journalism of its time. This movie has squints from the Sandlot in the first scene.
0: Squints, mm hmm.
1: It's this movie has two bitches dropped. It has a piss off. It's got it's got some stuff to it.
0: It, it does. That's like
1: borderline not a kids movie
0: and it's it's, got some balls. it's 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 got some
1: dark humor to it. Yeah. But then it also has I think what was atypical of 90s movies of the time and that's the kitschy, pop culture rapid fire Throwing noise and volume and references and just hoping that some of them get giggles and see what sticks mm-hmm. for the sake of like character development. <laughs> like, yeah, stretch and stinky and fatso are is the genie but with an attitude.
0: It's like the genie and Iago and had three. a baby,
1: sure, it had
0: triplets. <laughs>
1: It's just it gets a little grating. It gets a little irritating. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's, it's just got a very weird spirit, for lack of a better term, to it. Yeah. Like it, I, I loved this movie as a kid. Did you? Had you, you? Did you watch this a lot as a kid?
0: Mm, only a couple of times. Okay, I think. so
1: wasn't a big. What, what were like your big? I um, mean, we've gone over several of them, but around this time, um, ninety-five, ninety-six. As you're like knee deep in elementary school.
0: Yeah, I don't really remember. To be the, quite honest with you, this would
1: definitely be one of the last clamshells I feel like I had. Yeah. In fact, I think it was like a different clamshell, it was in a different material, and that's what made it like so weird and different.
0: Maybe like it was like kind of like a. It was like a hard puffy? case.
1: No, the no the the regular clamshells were the puffy, like the Disney one. So it was more like a plasticky kind of. Hmm. Uh, uh, kind of case, but. Okay.
0: No, um, Um, I mean, I I don't really remember. I just remember seeing this. I don't remember a lot of it because I was surprised at some of the things that happened in this movie watching it now. I haven't seen it in years, but... uh,
1: The one, so I think my favorite thing about the movie was uh, how well it held up to me, at least, technically. I thought this looked...
0: It looked great. Great. It looked great.
1: I mean it, for its time It
0: looked really good It's groundbreaking right. but
1: even now I'm just like shit that looks better than
0: it looked really good ghosts
1: and movies I see now.
0: Right. And you could and just like the like transitions of like when he was like translucent. Yeah,
1: or like an egg. Right. Or like right. slicking his hair up or yeah, anything yeah. that the the ghostly trio things, were doing. Yeah, it
0: it was really well done. Because you could still see through that, like, when they were all eating that food.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: like I, it was really well done. Well, that, that's was... an
1: impressive shot because the, mm-hmm. the, the camera goes from uh, right to left, like, down the table, and you see Bill Pullman and Christina Ricci from across the table, too, through them as the food's going right, down. Right, right, right. Exactly. I particularly liked,
0: really well done. I'm
1: glad the the, the package shout out Who Framed Roger Rabbit because, to me, this is the next evolution of that, um, you know, live action plus... CGI yeah, effects yeah. Mm-hmm. together. Like, mm-hmm. when Bill Pullman's, you know, kissing the ghostly trio, and, like, they're interacting with one another, like, yeah. it, it looks really good. It so does. that was easy for me to, like, it wasn't Absolutely. a product right. of its time. It's like, not
0: necessarily the look. It was just, like, wh- what is happening with this movie? It's Who are these people? It's, Why do they now live in this weird. house?
1: Well, we know where they live in well, this house. I know, but
0: then they stay living in the house. Like, I, I don't know. It's... It's bizarre.
1: There's too much going on to so a certain extent for such on. a short movie. So, so like, many
0: things going on. so everyone's the, a creeper.
1: The the, the over everyone's the top. Oh, I, I, I have a couple questions on that in a second. Oh. But okay. the over the top human villains, plus the ghostly trio, kind of like the shades of gray. Then you have the the shitty high school girl and Guy Germain from the Mighty Ducks.
0: Guy Germain. Um.
1: You know, like. Fuck
0: you, Guy Germain. I mean, he was trying
1: to be a nice guy. But no, he, he was wasn't. He's
0: just trying to get his dick wet.
1: You're not allowed to say that. They're 15.
0: They were definitely trying to get their dicks wet.
1: (laughs) Stop it. No, they were 13, actually. Sorry. Christina Ricci was 15 when the movie was made. Um, Yeah, it's... I like when the movie, like, hits the emotional beats. Like, the stuff about the mom... Sure,
0: but this isn't supposed to be an emotional... Movie. it's no, but a fun kids
1: movie of course but fun kids movies always have emotional beats to them like they always have shit yeah that
0: you know it wasn't really emotional the when streets. the dad died
1: well so i'm saying so like it, it's it's totally imbalanced like when bill pullman falls into an open trench and kathy Moretti falls off a fucking cliff you're like this is a kid's movie.
0: Right. These people are dead.
1: Yeah, they're coming back to these ghosts. I mean, just tackling the backstory of, of Casper in and of itself and how tragic it technically is, you know, is is pretty... This poor
0: guy. This poor guy getting fucking soaked.
1: <laughs> Stop what the paying fuck? attention to this. Um, look
0: at that big-ass flashlight he got. I'm
1: turning this off now because you can't contain yourself. <laughs> look! I'm C, but they can't. It's a podcast, you nincompoop. Um... <laughs> So the emotional beats and the comedic beats and the dark overtones of just death and unfinished business and ghost matters kind of fuse together into this tentpole, $100 million kids movie. It just makes a really, really weird watch. Uh,
0: it does. It's like the, these things shouldn't work together, but they it, it, kind of do. It kind of does. It kind it's, of does. It it's not. It's not offensive in any way. No, it's not,
1: there's there's never anything like.
0: There's never anything that I was like that. I'm like. It doesn't groaning about. Yes, exactly. It's like, not it doesn't a make groan. me groan. It doesn't make me right. Like I could watch it again. Sure. There's
1: no pandering down to kids. There's no pandering. Yeah. To adults, it, it finds a middle ground. Yeah,
0: and it didn't even. But like, very
1: much, it's a mid.
0: It's a mid. Yeah, it's a mid movie of yes, but it. And it doesn't like pander back the the horror either, like the scares, right? Jillian was watching it. Her heart was beating like five hundred miles a minute. She was so scared. But she enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it definitely has a couple moments where the ghosted trio and, you know, Crittenden are a little a little scary. But yeah, besides looks, that. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, and I mean overall I think it's a good cast. I think they did a good job casting. A lot of the roles. And like you said, all the cameos add to it. Dan Aykroyd really needed some money. So immediately,
1: I immediately messaged uh, the host of Ready to Believe You, a Ghostbusters podcast here on the Arcade Audio uh, family network, uh, Rich Cambellucci and Nick Lathan. And I knew that they had referenced it on the podcast. And, and Nick reminded me that they put up uh, the clip, the the cameo on their Instagram. I was like, that's where I've seen it lately. And I'm like... That's got to be one of the most random, stupidest cameos I've ever seen ever. in a movie. To the point where Ackroyd's like, you know, what, I got this mustache. I'm not shaving it. Like, I'm just going to fucking leave it. He never had a mustache in any of those, either Ghostbusters movie. Well, but you know what? I got. I need okay. it for this other flick. I ain't shaving it off. And I didn't even know. Like, I had to look up. I recognized the character. I don't know Why? The SNL character, the father, Guido Sarducci. And it's like, why Why is that? Like, who
0: is that for?
1: It's like for all
0: the people in 1995 watching this movie. That remember
1: that character from 15 years ago yeah, in SNL? Or 10 years ago?
0: The parents of the kids who went to go see it. It's just... That's that's, that's, that's a little kind cringy. Of um, but that was kind but of if
1: dream. that's as, as bad as it gets, I mean, I, I guess we... You know, I'll take it. Sure. Um...
0: But let, let, let's talk a little bit about, let's talk a little bit about this plot. Sure. About the story, okay? Sure. So this creeper boy, Casper, fucking...
1: He's not a creeper,
0: he's He's friendly. a creeper boy, he's a creeper, I who lured this girl to his house under false pretenses, manipulated the people around him. And it worked
1: out the best for everybody. So I do have a note. Can I keep you? I do have a note here that says. Like, who says
0: that? He's a fucking little
1: ghost. He's a child. Can I keep you? He's a child. Can I keep you? Don't ASMR this. Uh, I do have a note that says, is Casper a pervert?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) A girl on my bed.
1: (laughs) That's what I exactly, I wrote it. And he's like, like, uh, up against the wall. It's like, like, do ghosts have orgasms? And also, so if he's a boy. So, like, does he just never have sperm? That sucks. I mean, he is basically just one big sperm himself.
0: Yeah, I know. Chris, he didn't have genitalia. Did you see genitalia? Oh, he also, was missing a
1: pinky. Like, what is it about being a ghost? We're like, oh, can't have five fingers on a hand
0: because you can't confuse him with a real, real person. Yeah,
1: because that—that's good. That's going to that, happen. What happens. Yeah. There's there's a lot of things like in the world. So it tries to build a world about like. You know, the supernatural and ghosts. Like, but, if you're but, a ghost, you have unfinished business. Sure,
0: sure. But then you have, like, your main, like, uh, uh, subject matter expert in Bill Pullman's character who talks about ghosts and, and communicates yeah. with them and everything, meets the ghost and shits his fucking pants. So,
1: is it implied that he's a. Like, it's it uh, implied fraud, that he's a. I said, a is he's he? a
0: fraud. Because like, it must be that he's, he's getting a covered fraud. on a hard
1: copy. They're traveling around the country doing these things.
0: But, but then he meets a ghost and he shits himself. Like, drops the ball. It's like he's never met one before. No. So if ghosts are real mm-hmm. in this universe, which obviously they are, he's never met one. Which means his life and career are built on fraud. Sure.
1: Uh, I mean, he so does handle it in that. He's the
0: real villain in this scenario. <laughs>
1: he, he, he does handle himself Deserves well. Deserves everything that happens to him. that ridiculously long slapstick fight where it ends in a vacuum. So, like, if they get sucked in a vacuum, they never you never see them getting out, and they can get out because they can go through fucking material, they can go through walls. So, like, why did that even do anything?
0: So, so, but so why?
1: I know I'm litigating the. But the
0: in Ghostbusters, physics. can ghosts go through matter as well? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So then, how do they but get that, trapped in the well, machine? Well, that they ex- that
1: they explain with how actual do, science. Like
0: what? What's the science?
1: Uh, don't put me on Blaster because whatever I say, I'm gonna get shit all over from Rich. <laughs> so I'm not gonna fucking do that. There's but maybe science it's the there. Same
0: science as in the vacuum cleaner. How do vacuum cleaners uh, work? Vacuum cleaners
1: on a proton pack, and now you're on Rich's bad side.
0: No, I'm just asking. Isn't it like the same model, and, like the same kind of physics? Like no, the one's a Hoover pack, and one Egon built. But doesn't the proton pack like suck in the the atoms in the material? Have you seen
1: a proton pack in a Ghostbusters movie? Like, does a vacuum have that electricity and the sparkles and everything else that come I mean, up from
0: that pet ion vacuum we've got over there? Smells You're an like idiot. Cheese <laughs> does. Yeah,
1: don't get me started on our fucking vacuum right now. That <laughs> vacuum smells like Stinky the Ghost. <laughs> See, so, yeah,
0: I vacuumed him up. He was here haunting the house.
1: So, so, this movie, like, I don't know like how canon some of this stuff is, like, I, but I feel like it wasn't just this movie that kind of made the unfinished business thing for ghosts. I don't know sure. where that started or whatnot. But, you know, kind of...
0: That's like a known thing.
1: I, I guess, but kind of like how they can shapeshift and materialize. Were those their names before they died? Was that guy's name Stretchy or Stretch?
0: It must be. I mean it was Carved it, in the bed. They didn't do the that back. after the fact. Oh no, yeah, no, that that's that's the name. Maybe it was maybe it was the uh maybe it was the and name. And what's their
1: unfinished business? Like they don't that never gets tackled. Like also technically what what even would be Casper's at this point? He was taking care of his dad, so as soon as his dad died, Casper should be gone. Like look, you know what look, I mean?
0: Look. I didn't write the fucking movie. I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. I for, don't...
1: for the emotional weight that some parts of the movie do, and I feel like how well some of the world building gets, especially when like he's bonding with Christina Ricci over her mom and his family, and they set up the rules, it's all good. And then they get into this resurrection machine. And like from that moment on, plot-wise, I'm just out. I'm like, like okay. I, wh- I'm what? Like, like, there's this machine that can build... To bring people back to life, it takes like ten minutes to fucking get to it because there's this, not funny like, uh, what's the what's the the term for it? Whatchamacallit, call it? Machine. Uh,
0: the wakey uppy machine.
1: Well, in the movie, but there's an actual phrase for it. Like you see those, whatever. Like
0: a conveyor belt kind of. Yeah, like thing. Doc
1: Brown feeding Einstein yeah, yeah, type yeah. thing. To get down to this layer, And then there's a potion. The stuff rises from the ground. And you put a ghost in there. So Casper's dad was trying to bring him back to life this whole time. And he died, I guess, before he could figure it out. Because they have one potion. Naturally, other people die. It has to be used instead. It just kind of drags the movie down into basically two... Basically three different endings. Like, all of the dramatic weight of the movie is done... Kerrigan punches Eric Idle out of a window and kills him. Um, and then she's done first and then the ghostly trio bring Bill Pullman back as a ghost and then Casper has to sacrifice for that and then you kind of get like the anti-climax of the party and everyone kind of getting their wish and then it just ends in this like oh, the entire entire town is scared of us and no ghost are real now. Let's dance. <laughs> like it's just, it, it kind of grinds to a halt for me and it becomes very unfocused because they started all these things, then they forgot about all these things and they kind of just bring them all back up at the same time. Um, while you have constant death and you have cursing in this kids movie based off of this comic book that was for children. It's just pretty, pretty well. And this takes place over the course of what? Like, Two days.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like two or three days. So
1: she gets in the town. This dance has been canceled,
0: and Reese. in the span
1: of two days, they have this can't this canceled dance at her house, and the entire school. It's not
0: even her, her house. The entire class. It's shows, like an Airbnb.
1: The entire they're basically getting paid to stay there. Uh, house.
0: You don't have, to have a party when you're a house sitter.
1: The entire school shows up at the exact same time together. <laughs>
0: it was a theater. They all were, went out there together.
1: With that uh, weird teacher that's dressed up like a crab, I think I don't know what he was supposed to Why be. Why was
0: there only one teacher to the entire school? None no, of other
1: the others, and we just couldn't. And
0: then see, there was we, that that. that then there was that uh, Dracula DJ guy.
1: I wasn't paying that close attention.
0: No, you went to go check on the hurricane.
1: Okay, good. Uh, everything resolves very quickly, and it leaves time for. You know, the sappy ending, which I, I like, I, I I think I enjoy uh, the two scenes with Amelia, the mom, probably more than the rest of the movie. Like, yeah,
0: because the mom was dead. That's why you liked it so much.
1: I'm trying to, like, give a sweet moment about a, oh. the touching part of the movie, and you don't have to remind me that I want you dead every single day. They don't need to know that, and now they do, and I just reaffirmed it. So there you go. It's on the record. Um, but you got fucking judging Amy... Uh, that's the actress, I think, right? Yeah, Uh it is. You know, her and Bill Pullman, like, that moment, like, you build up to that part in the movie, and it's kind of sweet, like, the ghostly trio never... It redeems, I think, my least favorite part of the movie, which is the bait-and-switch earlier on in the movie, where they, you know, bi- build Bill Pullman up to think he's seeing his wife, and they basically prank him with Fatso in a dress, and it's just, like, it's kind of mean-spirited. It
0: is mean-spirited.
1: And... Very
0: mean-spirited.
1: And they take... And they take so much time making them be, like, abusive to Casper and... Just jerks. Just just jerks. And there's never really, like, any sort of... There's no redemption. Babyface. Well, I guess that is their redemption. There's no sort of, like, babyface term for them besides, like, they just start liking Dr. Harvey just, just to like him. So they take him out drinking and then they're gonna kill him and then he ends up accidentally killing himself and then they feel bad. Um, so I guess that's their, like, hey, we weren't lying. We do know this problem. But how would they know her if they're ghosts? Do ghosts regularly communicate with angels? Like, what, what is, what is going on here? Why am I looking so deeply into Casper?
0: Chris, I didn't write the fucking movie, man.
1: (laughs) Well, you get me in touch with Sherry Stoner and Deanna Oliver. That's a problem. Two women wrote this movie. (laughs) Need to get a man writing Casper. Let's see what else these two women wrote, huh? Bet it's nothing good watch one of them probably won like a fucking Oscar or something. like uh leslie nielsen what oh oh i want to go through casting the, the, the cast list for this uh what uh, is insane so she uh Deanna oliver uh oh is the voice of the toaster in the brave little toaster yeah she's a writer at animaniacs and tiny tunes i kind of get that sure yeah that makes more sense um she directs main stage shows the Groundlings, okay. And then Sherry Stoner is the voice of Slappy in uh, Animaniacs, uh, The Squirrel. And, uh, yeah, looks to be about it. Very, very interesting. Um, Anything we haven't discussed that you particularly like or did not like without getting into performances? Without performances? Yeah. Scenes or...
0: I mean, look. I just think it's so bizarre. The kids I, are mean. Well, the that, that's part of the course. And,
1: I mean, in Hocus Pocus, you know, they're the all. The ghosts
0: are super mean.
1: These are your actual notes. This is what you're doing. In a, I mean, besides playing the puzzles that you play at constantly when you're actually supposed to be watching the movies, G- these are the notes in, that you're taking.
0: You G- putting the moves on cat. You're just writing down what happens in the movie. Who's are you even writing down? Lawn bitch. Are you
1: even writing down opinions? Do you write it a single opinion down? Yeah. Read me one opinion about Casper on your phone right now.
0: Serves them right, the little assholes.
1: That's not an. Your comment. You know how I can get you to be better at your job on this podcast? No. You're taking notes like what my mom would say out loud while she's watching the movie.
0: Yeah, that's what. That's what I'm going for.
1: It. That's not entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks uh, um,
0: no I do have an opinion but it's it, I have opinions about the performance so I had to avoid that section of my notes thanks
1: cool I do like the uh, the insults air sucker and bone bag I'm gonna start using them and people are gonna be like what <laughs> just, they're, they're funny to me um, we already touched on Casper potentially being a pervert and uncle's being too much that 90s kooky character with impressions and references and it's just like why um, yeah, I do think the the other thing I was going to mention was uh, performance-based. So let me go through the original, not the original, but everybody that was up for these parts. So Christina Ricci, uh, the part of Cat, was almost uh, or it was considered Kirsten Dunst, which uh, those two probably hate each other. Like every movie
0: oh, from like
1: '91 to like 2001, they were both up for. Yeah. At the exact same time. And Scarlett Johansson, who I believe probably would have been too young. Christina Ricci's 42. Scarlett Johansson is 37. So she would have legitimately been... 10. 10. She would have been too young for this. It wouldn't have would have worked. Um, Bill Pullman. Holy shit, this list. These are all the people that were considered. Phil Hartman, Chevy Chase, Robin Williams, Tim Allen, Martin Short, Michael Keaton, Kurt Russell, Dennis Quaid, Rick Moranish, John Ritter, Steve Martin, Jim Carrey, and Tom Hanks. Wow. Now, considered means that all those people except, like, John Ritter said no. <laughs> like, out of all those names I wrote, I was like, none of these people could have done this fucking movie. No. John Ritter would have been fine. Um, and then for Kerrigan, Glenn Close, Kathleen Turner, Carrie Fisher, Miranda Richardson, Sigourney Weaver, and Michelle Pfeiffer... And then for Dibs, I don't know why Dibs was such a fucking hot part, Gene Wilder, Hugh Laurie, whoever Patrick McGuhan is, Stephen Fry, Leslie Nielsen, Gregory Peck, Gregory Peck, To Kill a Mockingbird, uh, John Cleese, who probably just gave-
0: <laughs> Gave Idle it to Eric Idle. Eric,
1: I can't make the six weeks. Do you, want, do you want to make a quick 500 grand? And uh, Rowan Atkinson, uh, wow. the, the other ones, uh, which is which is wild to me. Wild. Um, all right, so let's get into performances. MVP or LVP, who do you want to start with?
0: Let's start with the LVP. Okay. Because I think this is where we're going to have some conversations.
1: Well, I think because of what you were saying earlier, I think Look, you think it's Bill Pullman. I do. Okay.
0: Convince and, and, me.
1: He's and, and, on my MVP. He was on my MVP list.
0: Really? And I wow. took
1: I, I made a note. I said he's game for everything, which he is. He's doing a lot of goofy shit in this movie. So, so but he loses me with when he's a ghost and he loses me in the drunk yeah. scene. So, so it's one of Bill, the worst drunk scenes I've ever seen awful. in my life. Awful.
0: Bill Pullman's character in this movie just... It's it's like he's trying to be Crispin Glover.
1: I don't see that at all. I see
0: that 110%. Do not see that at all. 110% I no, see it. I, I see it watching. so much. In, in
1: what way? Give me an example.
0: I, I just think... He's emulating like a lot of uh, George McFly, like in uh, the earlier scenes when he's being kind of like awkward and like talking to Cat uh, about like her, her costume and spills coffee. Everything. I think this is like
1: awkward. I think awkward dad energy. Not Chris sure. Crispin Glover is like a freakazoid. Like doesn't even seem to be human at times.
0: Well, not. I didn't mean in real life. I meant like no, as even, an actor. No, but even
1: even as George McFly, I think of like him standing at the bar of the diner, like getting like the milkshake, like like kind of like convulsing and like hit me, and then he goes up and then he, uh, what's the line uh, on your density, like. Like, his tone and his body language is just like... I felt
0: the same body language from him.
1: I did not get that. Oh,
0: I did, and that's why I didn't like it. I thought he was just
1: being a grieving dad who doesn't know how to raise a child um, is more so what I got. I don't think he's the MVP of the movie. I took him off of my list. But I would put against him as an LVP candidate either uh, just the stereotypical fucking teenage bitch which I don't know if it's just how that part is written in every movie or every character they ever fucking hired for it or every fucking actress they ever hired for it just didn't know how to fucking portray it or do it because uh, what is her name Jessica Wesson as Amber Whitmire was just eye-rollingly bad in every delivery she had terrible was so bad um, the other one, and it got worse because she disappeared for the middle of the movie and then came back and was just grating Was Kathy Moriarty. She.
0: I really didn't like that character. Well, I didn't
1: like the character, not because so I I mean, know, you're not supposed but, to like the character. Right, right,
0: right. But So I, I talked up to that, not necessarily the performance. I thought that the performance was good because I was like, oh, I really don't like this character.
1: I, it's, hard, it's hard to gauge her because sure. she has that distinct, husky... That
0: smoker's voice. Smoking
1: voice. Uh-huh. And it's perfect for that character. Sure is. But then it becomes a caricature a lot. And then, when she, especially when she's a ghost.
0: Oh, the ghost is the worst. I was
1: just like, it felt like, a, and she got a lot of criticism for when the time came out, just like this bad Cruella DeVille, um, stereotypical, old, middle-aged, you know, angry white lady in a kid's movie part. Yeah. Um, she didn't bring anything new to it. So those would be my two.
0: Okay, I mean, I can see that. I, I, at first, I thought that um, the character was just... Supposed to be this polarizing, awful character, especially to offset like the mean uncles. But see I, what I, you're saying with Kathy Moriarty. I thought it was a little too much. I
1: mean, if I had to pick my Drovers, I would actually would go with the the teenage girl because she's just a bad actress. Yeah, she's <laughs> she,
0: terrible. What she, else has she done?
1: Uh, I try to look it up um, just off of I am off of Wikipedia. She was a. Uh, Brad's first girlfriend on Home Improvement. She was in Flipper. Um, oh. Her, she hasn't been in a movie since 2001. Mm. She also uh, did five episodes of Judging Amy, so she made an impact on Amy Brenneman in this movie, apparently. There you go. Uh, yeah, she, she'd be my vote just because she just sticks out so much. I would give Kathy Moriarty and Bill Pullman the benefit of the doubt because I felt like in certain scenes... like I thought Kathy Moriarty was... Decent enough, uh, early on in the movie, and I thought Bill Pullman was really good at the end of the movie, um, in the, particularly in the scene with uh, with uh, his dead wife. I would I would let those two cancel each other out and go.
0: Okay, that's all right.
1: Uh, so Jessica Wesson is the LVP of Casper. Before we get the MVP, who I would say MVP is not. I wouldn't have any three of the ghostly trio be there.
0: I'd agree with uh, Brad, that. I think
1: Brad Garrett kind of shines as a fat ghost <laughs> with that distinct voice. Uh, it's shocking that we didn't talk about Eric Idle in LVP. I, I always hate that character as well. The bumbling... I don't
0: like the character but the the I think bumbling he did a assistant. good job with it. Yeah, like, He wasn't not- offensive in any way. I think he... he, Especially like when he got like his, his uh, you know pulled himself up and was like, I've got the power now. And he's
1: uppercut it out of a window. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, You know, but I didn't hate it. Yeah,
1: the sales could take it out from him right away. I didn't uh, hate it. It's a two-person race for me. Uh, of course, Christina Ricci might be the GOAT, like, kid to teen actress. like She's amazing. I mean, she's nowhere near as good as she is as Wednesday, which we'll get into in a couple weeks. Um, but she still, she just has the right tone and the right energy for this constantly traveling 13 year old kid who lost her mom and has just met a bunch of ghosts like she just fucking she, she makes it work and exactly
0: fits. she just she can be dropped into anything and just make yeah. it work she she embodies it whatever it is mm-hmm. in in such a way that it's feels so authentic this isn't authentic, because it's no. like Supernatural's about ghosts and stuff. She rolls. She she makes you believe. Absolutely.
1: And the script also kind of does her disservice, because there's very little that's, like, the normal structure of it all. So, like, in a movie, I feel like nowadays, would well, be 20 minutes longer, but, like, she have two or three, like, near misses in the house, and wouldn't yeah. know what's going on. It's kind of condensed into that initial scene when he's, like, trying to introduce himself to her, but she's never suspecting of it. She's literally... Sock gets hit in the back of her head. She meets Casper, and we're off to the races. Yeah. So I can she, appreciate it gets into it, but it doesn't give her a lot of time to explore, and she's like, no, ghosts are real, and now we're stuck with them, you know?
0: Right, but but I think that she does a good job even in that condensed version. Oh, yeah, um, She still does a good job of, like, because you can tell she doesn't believe in them. She thinks her dad's crazy. Mm-hmm. She's, like, kind of annoyed she's got to move all over the, the country and everything. But then it happens, and she's like, well, shit. And she's just like, okay, here we go. Um, I think she just does it really well. It's very natural. Um, She's just a a great actress.
1: Yes. I will say that I could also make a pretty strong argument for Malachi Pearson as the voice of Casper. I think he does a great job. You say meh? Meh. This is like the definitive voice of Casper. He does a great job at being very a pre- genuine pre-
0: and sweet ghost
1: boy. You're such a fucking... What's the phrase I'm looking for? You are so... Uh, What's the phrase I'm looking for?
0: I don't know. A cut?
1: No. <laughs>
0: no, I mean, yes. But
1: no, like, uh, cynical. You know, cynical. Oh, this prepubescent boy. Can't give him an award. He does a great job at being Casper. Like, it could be... Like, you have to toe this saccharine line. And I think he nails it. And I think here's why. Because you're envisioning it being Devin Sawa. No. And as soon as Devin Sawa shows up, I'm like, man, fuck that. Get, let that other kid do it. Because Devin Sawa looks good.
0: What does this other kid look like, though? He doesn't
1: fit that's... at all. It sounds nothing like him. So why does his voice change as well?
0: Man. Because he grew two pinkies? I don't fucking know. His balls dropped, he grew a couple of pinkies, and, and that's why it's Devon Sawa. I don't know, man. I didn't write the fucking movie.
1: No, I want to live in the multiverse where uh, when you go through puberty and your voice changes, it has nothing to do with like your balls or like your fingers. You it's pinkies. just something to do with your hands.
0: <laughs> your pinkies grow. Uh,
1: yeah, I I I always hate that little bit when he's I think Casper is more of a pervert when it becomes Devon Sawa. Um, He's wearing that weird ass shirt.
0: He's a pirate. It's a Halloween costume. He's supposed to be a pirate. It
1: doesn't look like he didn't. I've never made the connection. He's a pirate. It just looks like he's wearing an old ass shirt from like the 1920s.
0: Yeah, but he's a pirate. Like that's the whole point. Whatever.
1: Uh, he
0: like said it like several times that he was like that he'd be a pirate. They would hunt for the treasure. That's what the treasure was. Where's his
1: eye patch? Bad pirate costume. But Not all
0: pirates have eye patches. Where's... Jack Sparrow. Give him some, so give him something. He had a sword or something. He had
1: no fucking sword. Yes, he
0: did. Yes he did. He had something. Absolutely.
1: I wasn't looking at Devin Sauer from the the waist uh, down. No, like you it were, was apparently.
0: when he was coming down the stairs you all right, saw. Well, you
1: poo pooed all over the kid who did the voice of Casper, so I guess we'll go with Christina Ricci, which is probably the correct answer. have no appreciation for good voice acting like that kid provided.
0: No, 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 I do. I thought he did a really good job. I was You're just being a bitch. Just
1: such a pain in the ass. Well, I already wrote down Christina Ricci, so.
0: I, okay.
1: So, I, I mean, we talked about the two people that would have been. Kirsten Dunst would have not been able to do that part. Kirsten Dunst brings her own, like, sarcasm to it, especially back then. And she's too She, she was too mature. Like, Christina Ricci is mature, but, like, fucking... Kirsten Dunst was going up against like Brad Pitt and fucking Tom Cruise and movies already at this point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Scarlett Johansson would have been too young, and also I think would have been too much of like a damsel in distress almost. Sure. Um, yeah, so Christina Ricci, I think, is the correct answer. Malachi Pearson, yeah, he, he. I think he basically was Casper from here on out, right? He did it in the um, he did it in the TV show. So who did it? in... I know there was two directed DVD sequels to this movie. That oh, one were of them, they? yes. Uh, I saw one of them. The first one was Casper: A Spirited Beginning. Mm. Who the fuck did they bring in? Oh man, I got to read this cast. So uh, whoever Jeremy Foley is, the voice of Casper, and they didn't bring back any of the other original guys. Uh they bring in James Earl Jones and Pauly Shore as voices, so those two are forever linked together in IMDb. Wow. Uh, I will point out. Polly Shore played a character called Snivel. This movie got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, in this cast is Ben Stein again, Sherman Helmsley, Richard Mole, Brian Doyle Murray, Casper Van Dien, Michael McKeon, Rodney Dangerfield, and then the two lead like, adults are Lori Laughlin and Steve Gutenberg. So you know this movie went to write the DVD.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, which one is
1: this? This is Casper, A Spirited Beginning. So this is the one that came out in 97. Then in 1998, Eight was Casper meets Wendy, which you may recognize because playing Wendy was, do you know?
0: Mm, no, Hilary Duff. Oh, I do remember mm-hmm. this. I and do they brought back, this. so they
1: did have witches. So Kathy Moriarty's in it as a different character, along with Shelley Duvall as t- and Terry Gar as a bunch of witches. Polly Shores in this as well as a different character. Ugh, this I can't look this up anymore.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, hold on, I have to see this movie now. Because apparently, at some point, uh, Stretch, I don't don't see any other one, Stretch becomes a human and it's played by Norm MacDonald. (laughs) I'd love to see Norm MacDonald in a Casper movie. Oh, Oh, man, I gotta find that. That, That's glorious. Uh, All right, cool. So, Christina Ricci, MVP of Casper, Jessica Wesson, LVP of Casper. What else in Casper?
0: I think we covered a lot of it. I think we covered it all. We
1: have a shirt for Jillian we can give her now. We bought yes. it Like last year. It was like, oh, look at this cute, you know, with no intention of mm-hmm. actually watching this. But, um, is there any other, Casper, so kind of an Easter egg in the movie, Casper is from, I think it's Harvey, Harvey Comics or whatever the hell the Something name
0: is. Something like that, yeah.
1: If it is. Um, are they, are they the same, Harvey Comics, I think, is the same one that did Baby Huey?
0: I think you're right. It seems like it's the same animation.
1: It's, oh, I'm trying to find, like, the characters. Yeah, Casper and his friends, Richie Rich, Baby Huey, I was mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Those are the three main ones. Oh, um, also did the New Kids on the Block uh, comic book. And a bunch of ones, I'm not going to read because they all, uh, every name I see I'm just fearful that they're actually, like, probably racist stereotypes <laughs> or something. Because that was the time, you know?
0: Absolutely.
1: Uh, alright, well, if that's it. Oh, and then the Harvey girl. So, like, little Audrey, little Dot. Like, you would know them if you saw them. Like, these little bitches. No, I know who they okay. are. Um. Well, that's it. Let's, let's score it and wrap this mother up. Uh... I don't remember what was nominated against this way back when. Did we tackle it last time? It was something ridiculous. You're like, I think you nominated it, and it was like Casper and something that didn't even fit, right? I'm sure. Didn't I address it before? Uh, probably. It's it probably so, another
0: Christina Ricci movie. If I had to guess. I doubt
1: that. I don't think you even. That this was before. That's what was your fallback. Was just like. Oh, okay. I'm gonna just take two things and hope for the best and.
0: I mean, isn't that what life is?
1: You're such a bullshitter. Um, Why? It's coming from me. Uh, all right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. No find one's a bigger
0: quickly. bullshitter than you, Chris. Ah, uh, you do alright.
1: It was in between here. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. It was right before this. It was. What the fuck is it? Oh, Happy Death Day.
0: Yeah, I think I was trying to do like a sca- uh, Halloween.
1: That's as spooky and scary as you get. Happy Death Day and Casper. Yep, yep. Well, you nominated initially, so you scored first.
0: It was fine. It was a fine movie. Uh, Nothing to necessarily write home about, but like you said, it holds up well. It's got a great cast, even though Casper's a little creeper.
1: What do you want a 12-year-old ghost boy to do that hasn't probably been around a human girl in decades?
0: Not that. Can I keep you? Not that.
1: What's um, your fucking score?
0: I'm gonna give this movie a six.
1: Six. I'm in the same boat. Uh,
0: I mean, uh, there was nothing egregious. Yeah, there's th- nothing th- about it, but
1: it is a product of its time.
0: It's exactly a great way to describe it. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm gonna give it a five and a half. It's. Yep it's above average it just boggles my mind that this is like what the byproduct of everything was like right I, I feel like the this era of kids movies was like this and as a kid it's great and as an adult you're like I get why I like that as a kid and I get why I'm not offended by it now but I can't
0: but, but I can't marry it. Like, like, I can't marry it I can't recommend two, really? it's
1: buffoonery. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, right, like, Yes,
0: yes. Like, it, yeah.
1: It's just a it's, little yes. too fucking nuts for me.
0: It's, yes. So, I it's think slightly above
1: a, average. So, a 5.75 for Casper.
0: I think that's a, I think that's fair. I
1: think it's very fair. Well, uh, so next week we will do get him to the Greek as long as we still have power and, you know, everything's still going well. Then we'll get into the rest of the Halloween season with Videodrome and all the Adams Family movies. And then we'll get to whatever movie we're going to draw to start off November right now for our can't pick list. So, Samantha, can you pull up the random number generator for me? And we're going to look up a number between 1 and. 1, 2, one, two 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 1 and 116, please. 1 and
0: 116.
1: We yep, have to determine what we're going to do to start the month of November
0: 79. 79, so 66.
1: 768 69 70, 71, 72, 73 74 75 76 77 78 79 God damn it oh i hate this so much what? we've not had a good luck with this we
0: haven't I maybe mean, we should stop this gimmick since we have like seven more I,
1: this is both of our faults because Ugh. i think you're the one that talked about this movie and was like i want to see it for its infamous scene and then i'm the one that actually bought it and like was like fuck you now we're going to have to do it one day. And, of course, it didn't get picked. It's The Paperboy, which is that Nicole Kidman movie. Oh, I know
0: what movie it is.
1: On Zac Efron
0: movie. I'm aware of what the movie is. When are we watching this? Uh, Tonight.
1: The, the start of November.
0: Tonight.
1: Remember, remember the start of November when we watched Nicole Kidman
0: pissing on Zac on the, Efron. Watch it now. It's Ian pissing all over us. Be appropriate.
1: Ugh. This really? God damn, there's so many good movies. We couldn't have fucking drawn uh fucking Grease or fucking Die Hard. You couldn't or the have... wrestler, we have to draw fucking the Paperboy. I can't just play the NES game Paperboy or watch Atlanta. We're actually behind on Atlanta now, like two weeks. With the rapper Paperboy. That's gonna suck.
0: It's your fault. You bought the movie. It's your fault. You kept fucking talking about it. Chris, I in what universe would I not talk about Nicole Kidman peeing on Zach Efron? It's
1: a fair point. I mean, <laughs> I, can't argue, I can't argue that point
0: it's at a all. Big topic of conversation there.
1: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married Movies. We encourage you, as always, to go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others on our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're going to slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. Uh, I'm, I'm almost to editing Married with Boswoggle, so that'll be fun very, very soon. Facebook.com slash Mary W. Movies at Mary W. Movies on Twitter. Mary W. Movies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, The other podcast that we're going to be on for the next couple months is The Blank Slate. Uh, Again, also where you get your podcast and on the Arcade Audio Network. For me, at your host Mall38 on Instagram. For you.
0: At Jam with your Sam.
1: uh, Also, for both of us, if you're going to be in the Central Florida or Orlando area next weekend, October 8th and 9th. October 8th and 9th We'll be uh, toy vendors at the uh, uh, Orlando Toy Fest. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Uh, I don't know where it is either. (laughs) It's at the... uh, is that the Wyndham? It's at the Wyndham on iDrive. We'll have a booth there for two days. Come buy some of my stuff. Uh, Also read some of my stuff. ArcadeAudio.net slash podboggle for my retro wrestling diary. This week's episode is uh, Spring Stampede 1997. Um, That's... Uh, about all you need to know about that show is it's, it's, its name. Also, it's the show where uh, infamously Booker T actually called Hulk Hogan the N word. So <laughs> that's that's what the show is known On for.
0: Purpose?
1: Uh, no, he was kind of, You've seen the clip. It, before. It's a good
0: thing that it wasn't the the other way around.
1: Oh, that happened plenty of times, probably behind the scenes.
0: Oh, I'm sure that's where you've it like, seen kind of that clip, from.
1: right? Where he's just in the middle of cutting kind of promo and he goes, "We want the well, we want the gold, Hulk Hogan. We coming for you," and he says it. And he immediately realizes it. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> they edited it out of the network. They replaced it with Sucka instead. And I was very disappointed. It's like, well, just, just leave that in. Come on.
0: They can't do that.
1: I know. He's been. He's famously said how embarrassing it was. but
0: I'm sure. It's, you know, it's, it's a funny moment.
1: Anything else, Samantha? No. Right okay, so storm? it is
0: October 8th and 9th. Mm-hmm. Orlando Toy Con.
1: Orlando Toy Con.
0: At the Wyndham Orlando Resort on iDrive. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Come check us out. With Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. He'll be there. He'll be come there. buy some of our stuff and then go stand in line and get him to sign it. Even it's if it's perfect. not Ted DiBiase
1: related. Come buy like a Funko and just be like, hey, sign this. So this, is, this is the Pringles Band. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, g- 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 come sign it's it.
0: Millions of dollars. I'm going to
1: start doing that. I'm going to start taking random toys and collectibles and just getting the wrong people to sign them. Like, hey, hi, Vin Diesel, nice to meet you. Can you sign this? This is a Mario game. Yeah, just sign it, you know?
0: Exactly. It's perfect. That's
1: the only thing I had on me.
0: From Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch.
1: Slash the movies. Can I keep you?
0: Aww. You're fucking creepy.